0: Coins, coins, coins. They hide in my pockets, in the nooks and crannies of my bags, in piggy banks that I've been trying to fill since my youth. But I can never seem to find them when I need them. But wait. Do we really need coins in the first place? Sense that can hardly buy anything when we keep hearing about the advantages of digital payments. Just this October, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas launched a person-to-merchant or pay to m payment facility using QR codes. So instead of scrounging for loose change at the Sari-Sari store, I can pay with my mobile phone. In this B-side episode, Eloisa T. Glindro, Banco Central ng Pilipinas director, explains to Business World reporter T. Noble the role of small change in our financial system.
1: What are the common reasons why people hoard coins? Actually, this um, small
2: volumes of accumulated coins by individuals could have stemmed actually from inadvertence, you know, something that they have already forgotten about, or even from perceived lack of value and non-acceptance for transactions of certain coin denominations, particularly the lower denominations there are also those who hoard coins for the melt value. This usually happens because the intrinsic value of a coin is typically um, higher than the face value of coins. However, this hoarding for its melt value actually constitutes um, willful mutilation of coins, which is punishable by law.
1: Can you share, Director Eloy, what is the danger for both those who keep too much coins as well as the economy if these coin hoarding activities continue?
2: Coin hoarding essentially creates a lot of inefficiencies. For one, it results in inefficient circulation of coins, which actually hampers the use of coins as a medium of exchange. Two, um, it can potentially create artificial shortage in certain areas and that would limit of course access of cash-reliant Filipinos to coins for their regular transactions. Third and corollary to artificial shortage is that of course BSP would have to produce more in order to fill the gap um, and this is cost inefficient.
1: Director, a while ago you mentioned about the intrinsic value of coins ano po, that they can be bigger than their monetary value. I'm wondering, maybe you can share with us what are coins made up of? Is this part of the reason why people hoard them? For example, maybe uh, do they use these coins to collect them and eventually sell them as collector's items? Or are these coins turned into jewelries that they later sell as well?
2: Philippine tender coins, depending on series and denominations, are made up of either Plated metal or alloys. The metallic component of it could be one of the reasons why, in the past, we have, of course, uncovered some of those who tried to um, melt them for the metallic composition. But thus far, wala na namang new cases.
1: Director Eloy, I want to know what is the BSP's take on people keeping piggy banks, given this builds on people's habit to save. So does this also constitute as a form of coin hoarding?
2: The BSP encourages the public to save. However, we discourage the practice of keeping saved money, whether notes or coins, idle for a prolonged period of time in containers, you know, at home. Because this um, may result in conditions that could make these coins unfit for circulation or worse, um, damaged or mutilated. So instead, the BSP advises the public to regularly deposit their savings in banks because the practice of keeping savings in banks um, ensures safety for their money and keeping them protected against theft, damage, or deterioration. And I think you may be familiar, um, way back in 2018, the BSP has set out the framework for democratizing access to transactions accounts through the no-frills basic deposit accounts. So this is intended to promote account ownership among the unbanked and underbanked segments of our population. This would also help Filipinos to receive and make payments as well as have a facility for store of value.
1: What is your recommendation for people who keep piggy banks, do you have any period that you recommend for keeping piggy banks and eventually putting it out to your bank deposit?
2: As much as possible, maging habit din sana ng mga tao to regularly deposit their savings in piggy banks in their bank accounts. The basic deposit accounts would help a lot because ano eh, ang baba lang ng maintaining balance nito, walang dormancy um, fees. So, Talagang for transaction accounts of um, regular Filipinos, coins have to have certain level of humidity so that it won't deteriorate fast. Because if it's unfit, yan, it will have to be, of course, withdrawn from circulation. It's not like halimbawa, yung mga demonetize na before. So if you keep it and then you forgot to save it in the bank, and then, naglapse narin yung period before, at least before ngayon walata eh. before ng demonetization. Hindi namarera yung points na you stored for a uh, long time.
1: So, in relation to what you said about circulation and demonetization, I also want to ask you about the BSP's coin recirculation program. Can you tell our listeners more about this? How does it help us? people who transact with coins?
2: The BSP coin recirculation program actually began way back in 2005. It is an advocacy program intended to deepen awareness, as you've mentioned, on the need to keep coins circulating. And in promoting this advocacy program, the BSP engaged the support of various stakeholders. We actually partnered with banks you know, for them to accept coin deposits and recirculate them. Um, We also partnered with retail associations to source their coin requirements from banks, as well as with private companies, charitable institutions, and government offices for coin collection and exchange activities. In the case of banks, you know, as authorized agents of the BSP, They are mandated to accept even unfit coins so that we can expeditiously withdraw them from circulation. These unfit coins are then returned to the BSP to be exchanged with newly minted ones. In the case of doubtful or mutilated coins, the BSP will conduct further forensic examination to determine the authenticity as well as the redemption value of these coins.
1: Apparently, there is this No Short-Changing Act of 2016. So, Director Eloy, I want to know, how can you relate this law to the impact of coin hoarding? Like, when people don't have enough coins, pangsukli po sa mga taong bumibili sa tindahan, sa sari-sari store, or kahit sa jeep minsan, for pamasahe?
2: Coin hoarding, as I've mentioned earlier, contributes to inefficient circulation of coins. And this may, of course, result in artificial coin shortage. As a result, no, But my artificial coin shortage, business establishments will likewise be hard put to provide exact change to the public, so in compliance with the law. And it also you know, prevents the function of a coin as a medium of exchange as a result of this.
1: The pandemic actually spurred people's preference for digital transactions. Although, of course, in the Philippines, we can arguably say that cash is still king. BSP Governor Benjamin Idiocno has said the Philippines may be a coinless society in five years' time. If this actually happens, Director, why do you think we still need coins, especially the ones with smaller value like centavos? What's the place of coins in the Philippine society moving forward as the central bank actively endeavors for a cash-like economy?
2: Fundamentally, the value of a currency, be it a banknote or coin, is determined by the demand for it, you know, the public's preference for it. And with the sustained digitalization of different payment streams, there is expectation that cash usage would also be reduced over time, particularly for low denominations. We've seen how you know, digital payment technology is revolutionizing the retail payment system. Um, the recent figures show it up point to one out of five payment transactions were already digital. And these are largely driven by high frequency, low value retail transactions such as the person-to-merchant and person-to-person payments. This sustained actually rise in digital transactions indicates that more consumers are becoming digitally engaged and they are you know, increasingly adapting to digital payments for their financial transactions. Um, there is this one game-changer initiative, which is the expansion of QRPH and the most recent addition to which is the P2M launched last October 13. So we see that um, this will further transform the retail payment landscape by making it easier for merchants to accept e-payments. Nonetheless, the journey towards a cash-light society will be governed by broadening the payment choices available to Filipinos. And that is by maintaining a healthy mix of safe and wider array of digital payment options alongside consistently good quality physical currency. And as digitalization of retail payment expands, we must continue to ensure that cash, even in reduced scale, remains a reliable payment option. And this is consistent with the BSP's thrust towards greater inclusivity.
0: And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Eloisa T. Glindro, Banco Central Ng Pilipinas director, talking to Business World Reporter Luz Wendy T. Noble about coins. Coin hoarding is a problem, a problem serious enough that the central bank wants a law passed against the hoarding of an extremely large volume of coins. I doubt that any of us have 50 million bucks worth of coins in our piggy banks. Yeah, 50 million pesos, that's how much the BSB found in coins stashed in a warehouse in Quezon City. It's still good practice to deposit the coins we have lying around into our bank accounts. A peso saved is a peso earned, or if you like, kung walang piso, walang isang libo. This B-side episode was recorded remotely on October 18. It was edited and mixed by Paolo L. Lopez. This is Samuel Marcelo, thanks for listening.